0: Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I am super excited to kick off. Basically, what I'm calling a new season of Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. Now that we've gone over 100,000 downloads, we just want to say thank you. Um, First of all, thank you to everybody who has financially supported uh, this program, for those who sponsored, for those who have subscribed, uh, especially, thank you. Um, You subscribers are awesome and uh, again thank you to everybody who listens and shares podcasts when they find it helpful to share to other groups uh, on the internet we appreciate that in fact we are starting something brand new for this episode Uh, there's actually going to be a video available for our future recordings and so you may want to check out our kmc youtube channel i'll put a link to it in the show notes i've even for those of you that are watching, you see this. Um, I've decorated for the holidays down here in the KMC studio. Those of you that are listening to the podcast, well, you're missing out on my ugly mug and my holiday decorations, my Christmas decorations. But we're talking about in this episode, leading into the holidays. Uh, as I record this here in 2022, it's it's the middle of October. We are closing in on Fall Festival season. Soon will be Thanksgiving. And then the big Super Bowl for us that follow Jesus is Christmas. And we want to be ready and we want to lead well during these seasons. Our volunteers need it. Our leadership expects it. Our families deserve it. And so we need to be ready for this. So join me in this episode as we dive in. It's brought to you by KMCCoach.net. If you are looking to improve your leadership in twenty. 20- 23. Let me encourage you to consider getting a coach. Listen, it doesn't matter whether you've been in ministry for five years or 25 years, we all do better with a coach. I have a coach uh, that is helping me become a better coach, uh, and I love it. Uh, But I know when I was in children's ministry full time, serving in a church, The best investment I ever made, better than any conference, better than any books, better than any webinars, better than any course I ever paid for, was investing in myself and hiring a coach. That coach pushed me to different levels that I never thought I would reach, got me to think differently, challenged my thinking, challenged me when I started going on cruise control, challenged me when... My, I, I would get stuck in my thinking, and sometimes I would get combative towards my senior leadership when it was really my fault, uh, my issue. <laughs> um, it wasn't the senior pastor that was the problem, I was the problem. Uh, other times where I just wasn't sure what to do or what was the best choice, and I could bounce those things off my coach. Coaching helps you in so many different ways. I want to challenge you to consider, uh, Taking a look at kmccoach.net, we've got three different programs to offer any leader. We can work with basically any budget, so we will work with you. You don't have to be afraid of this being a budget breaker or something you can't afford. I tell people, I realized I couldn't afford not to do the coaching program. And, uh, I think it co- cost me more because I waited too long. I, I got myself into places where I didn't want to be. And so I would challenge you to think about your future. Um, if you're wanting to grow and develop as a leader, uh, let me tell you, go check it out. If I'm not a right fit, I offer a three, f- three free 30 minute, uh, clarity call where we talk it through. We find out what your goals are, where you're struggling. Um, and where you think you'd like to go in 2023 as a leader, and we'll see if we're the right fit. If we're not, I have several coaches that I highly recommend, and I will gladly do the introduction for you so that you can check out their coaching programs as well. So let's talk about uh, how we can lead into the holidays, because that's what we're here for. So let me start off with some tips for you, the leaders, okay? These are for you. First off, Don't lead into the holidays alone. Let me tell you, there's far too many of us that are lone rangers still, and we make excuses and the enemy has gotten us to buy into the lie that nobody else will do this. Nobody else cares as much as I do, or it's too hard to train somebody, or X, Y, Z. Trust me, I've said them all. I have, guys. Um, Let me tell you, the worst thing I did was lead alone, or to think that, it was too hard to train somebody or that nobody really would say yes. When, when, again, this is where a coach stepped in and he said, how many people have you actually asked personally, looked them in the eye and said, Hey, I need your help. I have a big vision and I'd like you to see that vision and, and see if you wouldn't mind joining me in accomplishing the goals and the vision that, that, that God has put on my heart. Yeah. I hadn't asked that many. I'd already told people in my mind, Oh, yeah, I know you're going to say no. I know you're going to say no. I know you're going to say no. And so I wouldn't even ask them. Finally, when I asked the first person that was on my list that I assumed was a no, they said, yes, absolutely. I would love to help. So don't assume the no, assume the yes, but don't lead alone. Find your one or two or three, depending on your size of church and get them in place to help you to lead through the holidays. You're going to need the help trust me. So hand off what you can. Tip number two for you leading into the holidays. Make sure you've got rest times. Make sure you are resting, that you are guarding your day off. I know you'll think, oh, I can't do it. I've got too much to do. Well, if you're managing your time and tasks well, you will have margin to rest. I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. I'm looking at you in the video. I'm looking at you listening to my voice. Uh, Listen, no margin, no mission. If you don't have margin to rest, you're never going to accomplish the mission of reaching people through the holidays. And this is a time of year where people are receptive to the gospel and they need you to be at your best, not running on fumes. You don't have to go into 2023 exhausted. You don't. Schedule your rest times. Schedule a break. Even if it's an hour to go sit out in your car and take a nap. (laughs) Or if that's the only quiet place you can get. Uh, Go for a a, a quiet walk in a beautiful place. Uh, Sit alone with God. But just close your eyes at your desk and rest for a few minutes. Make sure you're hydrating. (laughs) You don't usually hear me talk about that on this podcast, but it's true. Uh, There's lots of science out there that says if we're not hydrated, our bodies don't function the way they should. So make sure you're hydrating. And lastly, make sure you're hydrating spiritually, that you are worshiping, that you are spending time in the word and worshiping God. If you're not hydrating for yourself spiritually, you're going to have an empty cup. And what what are you going to offer people out of an empty cup? You need to be filled up. You need to make sure that you have the time to worship, to hydrate, to get into the word, to meditate and let the spirit teach you. So. Those are some tips for you leading into the holidays. Now, let's talk about things you should be thinking about as you prepare for the holidays. First thing I always think about is first impressions. You're going to have an uptick of of visitors, people from the community, family and friends from out of town. You want to make a great first impression. You only get one. Excuse me. That's why we call it the first impression, right? (laughs) So, you need to go look at your first impressions area. How's your entry to your building? What's it look like? Does it need to be cleaned up? Can it be decorated? Does it smell okay? Trust me, there's things that we become nose blind on, and we need to make sure uh, we're not. Because sometimes, if there's an offensive odor right in the mid- 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 area of the children's area, if there's uh, smells coming from the nursery. <laughs> uh, It doesn't leave a great first impression. You know, I walked into a restaurant one time and just walking into the entry, it smelled so bad just in the entrance. And I thought, if they don't take care of the entrance, I'm not eating here. And I turned around and I walked away. Even though all the reviews online said the food was fantastic, I couldn't get past the entrance. It was dirty and it smelled terrible. What's your entrance look like? to your, kid, your children's area? Does it look neat and clean? Does your welcome desk look welcoming? Can I find it within five seconds of walking in your door? Is there, pro- is there good signage? <clears throat> Even small churches need good signs. You don't want a visitor straining their brain, trying to figure out where do I go? You want excellent greeters to be right on top of it that they're greeting everyone and recognizing those who don't come normally. They're always going to have this look on their face of where do I go? What do I do? Right? So how do you, how do you greet them? Um, Make sure that your check-in process is streamlined, especially for the holidays. You don't want long lines. You need to have things ready. So whether that's an extra iPad that a volunteer can step into the line and start checking people in, um, you need to time your check-in process especially for visitors not so worried about every every weekend attenders your regular attenders i'm not worried about them they're already in <laughs> they're they're committed but your those visitors they need to be handled quickly and promptly and it should be very very easy for them it should not feel like they're jumping through 500 hoops to join your country club so make sure that you do that Another thing to think about, have someone who is trained to intake special needs families, to care and support them, to find out what's special about their child. What should you be aware of? How can you best serve that child and that family? Nothing will tell them that you value them more than having somebody who knows how to talk to their child, who knows how to talk to them and ask the right kind of questions. If you don't know how to do this, reach out to me. I'll connect you with several fantastic leaders who can give you tips and tricks on how you can ask the right questions. There's some other episodes where we talk about special needs ministries here on the KMC podcast. So go find some of those episodes and re-listen to them. There's some fantastic advice for these kind of things, but make sure you've thought about how you're going to greet them as well what can you do to make it more welcoming adding some music having some bluetooth speakers placed around where you're streaming some music um whether it's thanksgiving type music or christmas music having fun music playing just creates atmosphere think about an amusement park disney when you walk into their parks there's music piped in there's scents piped in maybe you didn't even know this but you can walk into Certain rides, and there's a special scent that's being pumped through the building. You go into certain other resorts, and every resort has a smell. You can even buy the candles that smell like these resorts and put them around your room. Now, again, be careful not to overdo it. People have allergies to smells, and if it's too strong, it can have just as detrimental of effect as having something like from the nursery and the diaper pail so think about music think about scents keep it light but also have some fun people standing around use some bubble wands or some fun gloves um crazy ties that light up hats that light up just some fun things to welcome people to let them know you're excited about that have some kids some of the older kids have some special signs um, you can get them pretty inexpensively made nowadays, and you could have signs that are saying happy holidays or welcome, Merry Christmas, happy Thanksgiving. We're so glad you're here. Um, you are welcome. Welcome home. Um, there's all sorts of things that you can say, um, to do that. So check out those kind of things. All right. So that's good for, for, for first impression stuff and check-in stuff, uh, Here's some things for volunteers that you can lead into the holidays because you're going to be leading your teams and you're going to know that they are going to be stressed out too. Their families have obligations and all sorts of holiday programs and all sorts of trips and vacations and different things that are coming too. So you need to start communicating right now. Don't wait until the 1st of November. Start right now. Start in October, because you may be listening to this at another time. Start in early October, communicating to your teams about Thanksgiving weekends and about Christmas weekends. You want to get a head start on those. Do not wait. Trust me, that's a huge, huge mistake to wait. You want volunteers to start thinking ahead and saving dates, because if you can get on their calendar, they're less likely to say no. So get on their calendar early. Make sure that you've given them the dates and times of your services so that they know how to plan and serve. All right. But remember you're going during this season, everybody's going to be running tired. Everybody's going to be a little stressed. You don't want to add to that stress. You want to relieve that stress. So continue to communicate loud, clear, and often. Another thing that you need to think about is continue to pour out vision, Con- continue to pour out the bigger vision that this, these holiday seasons mean more to outside families than ever. People are looking for hope and encouragement in this world. And the church has to be that beacon of that. And so we need to be ready for that. So our volunteers need to be ready for that. We need to call them to that bigger vision vision challenging them. This is why you need to be faithful during this season, because we're going to have children coming that have never been in church before. haven't been back since vacation Bible school or quest week or jump week or whatever you call it. (laughs) There's going to be families coming back for the first time to check your church out finally, or maybe they came to your fall festival and they're coming back for Thanksgiving or they're coming in for Christmas. You need to be ready for that. So call your volunteers to a greater vision. The other thing is, is serve them, have fun with them, create special things for them, have special treats. Uh, Make sure you're sending out thank you cards and text messages, letting them know how valuable they are, how grateful you are for this, their service during the holiday season. Make sure you're thanking them in person too. Give them a fist bump. Give them a hug now (laughs) and tell them, thank you. I'm so glad you're on my team. Create special treats that are unique to only your volunteers and let them be known. Our family used to make, we would take pretzel rods, we would dip them in caramel, and then we would uh, cover them with chocolate and different sprinkles and different things, and we'd wrap them up in little gift wrap bags, and we'd give every volunteer like two pretzel sticks they were like Twix bars. They were phenomenal. People saw me going around passing these out and they're like, ooh, can I get one of those? Nope. Sorry. These are for our children's ministry rock stars that serve every week. You want to join our team? Yeah, you can have one. Come sign up. We still need more volunteers. Um, <laughs> I used to carry around applications. Now I'd carry, what I would do is carry around a card that had a QR code that went right to our application process and say, well, No, but scan this on your phone and here you go. You can join our team and you can get one of these too. Even special holiday shirts for your team. If you've got the budget, create a special holiday team shirt that they can wear from November to December. Uh, Those are fun. They bring unity to the team. They stand out. People go, oh, wow, what's going on with this group, right? Uh, It's an important thing. And lastly, have fun with your volunteers. Plan something early, either in in October or jump into early November or maybe right after Thanksgiving and at the very beginning of December. There's some open windows, excuse me, there that you could plan a special gathering. And it just should be fun. Table game night. Hang out. Watch a movie. um, Do a fondue party um, have a cookie decorating contest, um, make pizzas together, do something that just brings the team together. One of the best events we've ever done. And I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but maybe not. And you might not have heard it anyway. One of the best things our family ever did for our volunteers is we had an open house. We opened our home. My wife and daughter absolutely love the holiday season and they love to host us. And so my my family went to town making all these fam finger foods and fun desserts and little snacky things and we had this big old punch bowl and and we had we just opened our home and said come on drop by this is a drop in drop out um you come you can stay for 5 10 15 20 an hour if you want um the first time we did it we didn't live in a very big house it was a split level house and Oh, we ended up having 45 volunteers um, from our team show up and they didn't just stay for 10 minutes. They stayed for three hours. It was a riot. I shouldn't say three hours, two hours is how long it was. Three hours probably would have killed my wife um, and she would have killed me. But but we had a blast just hanging out, talking. We had people sitting on the stairs, standing in the kitchen. We even had to turn. We put our outdoor heater on. Um, On our our three season porch, we had people standing outside thankfully it was a pretty mild night for early December. And so people were standing outside talking because they were warming up, they just kept their jackets on and hung out had we had warm drinks, we had cold drinks. Um, It was a blast. People loved it. In fact, they were like, boy, we hope this is going to be an annual thing. And we were like, it it will be. Um, We've had great times with those kind of things it's simple it didn't cost much and and it the dividends were huge 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 all right so that's volunteers now how do we lead into the holidays with programming i don't want to make this podcast too much longer so let me run through some tips for programming again for your holiday weekends you know your volunteers are going to be lower plan special events but please don't just put a movie on Every year in Facebook groups and ch- around the children's ministry world, I see people, what movie are you going to show for, for, for Thanksgiving weekend or for Christmas weekend? Please, I know you can be short-staffed, but plan something better for the children than just putting a movie on. Honestly, that should be your absolute last resort. It really should. If I were you, even in a small church, because I've been in small churches where I only had, you know, I had 15 kids. But on a holiday weekend, I could have 30 kids and I might have three volunteers. I didn't just plug a movie in. I had plans. Sometimes I would bring in a guest. I'd bring in a local magician or ventriloquist or puppeteer or a puppet team or, or, you know, you can bring outside groups in. There are lots of them around. Uh, check out the Fellowship of Christian Magicians, FCM, I think it's .org, uh, it could be .com. But there, you can check a, a listing of people in your area, and you can talk to them about whether they have openings. There's people who do balloon storytelling, and they'll do a whole story with balloons. Uh, you can bring in someone, and they'll present the gospel and make use of that time. But please don't just show a movie. It just, it's not right, my friends. (laughs) And I know, forgive me. I know some of you are like, oh, that's my plan. I'm sorry, I'm not being harsh. I'm just telling you, that would be my absolute last resort. I would want to make this more of something that's greater for the kingdom of God that's gonna share the gospel than just a movie. You might need to recruit some special guests. Maybe you talk to the youth ministry and they jump in even more Uh, to help you during this this time. But plan something special to share Jesus with the children that come. You don't want them to to go home and say, or the parents say, what did you do? Oh, we watched a movie. That's not a great first impression. So consider that. That's part of the other reason why I stopped doing that. Because I didn't want kids to go home and go, oh, we just watched a movie. That's not what you came to church for. So please consider what are some things. Again, if you get stuck... Reach out to KMCcoach.net. I'll help you. I'll come up. We'll brainstorm what you can do, not what you can't do. Um, go after some people maybe that that uh, you need, that, that serve during vacation Bible school and ask them if they would be willing to come back for one weekend during the holiday season. It's a great opportunity to do that. But change up your programming. Make it more large group. Uh, where there's a, a big group game and and a big story tell- time and and review time and have a review game. Um, teach the memory verse and scripture that way. Um, you can do all that from the stage and, and have a blast with the kids. And especially keeping all the kids together, you can have them doing that. You can challenge your older kids to sit with the younger kids and be junior leaders for the weekend. They love doing that. But change it up. Do something different. Switch your model up. Switch switch the format up. And especially if you're going to have less volunteers, you're going to have to get creative with what you have. Okay. Last thing is follow-up. You got to start now planning what you're going to do to follow up these folks that come during the holiday season. What are you going to do? Are you going to hand deliver plates of cookies to say thanks for coming? That's a powerful thing to do. Uh, Are you going to send out postcards? Are you going to make phone calls? What's your plan for any visitor that comes through your doors? Especially those that live in the community. What are you going to do? But I would also say start with your follow-up right now by following up everyone who's come to your summer activities, your summer outreach, by with with a save the date card. Giving them the dates and times for all your services, the themes, special things that you're doing. Let them know so they can mark it on their calendars. Don't wait till December to start talking about your Christmas services. Start now. Start early. I usually say start at least 60 days out. So we're pretty close to that at the time of this recording. But then have your follow-up plan for the new ones that come. What are you going to do to follow them up, to thank them for choosing your church to come and bring their families to? All right, folks, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. I just want to encourage you, make sure that you plan your rest stop. You're going to need that rest. You're going to need that time. But embrace this season. Choose to embrace the fullness of it and the opportunities that God is putting in front of us. All right, that's it for this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump. Thanks for joining me on this first episode of what we're calling, I guess, season two with the video, too. Let me know if you like it or not. I don't know if you like staring at me while I'm talking into the camera, but this is what we do. We're going to have lots of guests. You're going to be able to see the recordings of those two coming up. Again, if you have a a guest or or a leader that you would love to hear from, uh, reach out. Let me know in the Kid Minister Collective Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. Um, about those kind of things or what episode did you enjoy the most? We're going to be releasing a top 10 episode of all times uh, as we celebrate 100,000 downloads coming up. So be watching the Facebook group for that as well. So that's it. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast and stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.